0: Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Today I would like to share Psalm 32 on what it means to have a peaceful mind and soul. Now, the Bible says in Psalm 32, verse 1, starting at verse 1, Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven. Whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him, and in whose spirit is no deceit. So, when I said to have the peace of mind and soul, it's because I don't want to walk in my spiritual Christian walk with a person who holds bitterness, resentment, deceit, unforgiveness at all. Because that is Emotionally degrading to our walk with God, and it also gives us a sense of, of condemnation, self condemnation. We condemn ourselves when we walk around with hate, um, disgust, anger, unforgiveness. We actually are condemning ourselves because the Bible tells us to always walk in love. So since we're against what God's word is telling us, we're walking in condemnation, self-condemnation. Because Romans eight one says, now therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but in the spirit. So if, if I'm in the spirit, I'm not gonna be under condemnation. But if I'm in the flesh and I'm living a life Of all those hateful behavioral things, I'm in condemnation and I don't have any peace. So, when Psalm 32 tells us, Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered by the blood of Jesus, I would add. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him, and in whose spirit is no deceit. My friends, think for a second what it would feel like knowing, knowing that, really knowing, uh, listen to me, really knowing Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and all your sins are forgiven. 1 John 1 verse seven through nine tells us if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with him and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from sin. See, so if you're walking in the light, the blood of Christ has already cleansed you from your sins, my friends. So why not have that peace of God that surpasses all understanding, guarding your heart and mind in Christ Jesus? That's what I was talking about, the contentment of peace, walking with the Lord. You don't have to worry about what you did in the past. God has forgiven you. So blessed is the man who knows his sins are forgiven. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him and in whose spirit is no deceit. See, to be truthful with God is to say, I'm not going to hold on to unforgiveness and put it aside and let and act like it's not there because, because the person who wronged me deserves to be in my mental prison of captivity because they wronged me so. Well, you're the warden now to that unforgiveness, to the person who's wronged you, you're the boarding, you're the prison warden that put him in there and you won't let them out. So because you won't let them out, you're going to walk in falsehood because you're going to say you love God, but you can't love God, listen to me, when you have bitterness, unforgiveness in your heart. The Bible is clear that if you don't forgive, your heavenly father won't forgive you. You must love and walk in forgiveness so there's no deceit in you, according to Psalm 32. And if you are walking with peace of God, that surpasses all understanding, and you're walking in the light as he's in the light, you're having fellowship with God, then the Holy Spirit's in you, the blood of Jesus cleanses you from sin. But if you have sin, according to 1 John 1, you can confess your sins. And he is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins and purify you from all unrighteousness. So why not walk with the love of God, the peace of God, so that there is no deceit in you? See, if you don't confess your sins and you're going to be false with God, be hypocritical with God like a Pharisee, then you're going to put your body into compromise, and it's going to wear on your soul. If you don't forgive and love and and show mercy, your body is going to wither away. Your body's gonna moan and groan because you're gonna get sick more. You're gonna have issues that you're wondering why medically you're not always feeling well. But you say I read my Bible or I go to church or I sung a song. But what's in the prison cell of your mind because you're the warden? On whom in your life? Who's in your life that you have not forgiven? Is it your mom, your dad? Is it your brother, your sister, your spouse, your employer? Who is in your prison cell? Who is it that you as the warden won't let them out? Jesus Christ redeemed those people and paid for their sins. And he paid for your sins. So if you don't forgive, you're now in the prison cell with them, even though you may have the keys to let them out. But if you don't let them out, Then you both are all in jail. You're just the warden who's holding the key. And you're going to feel more of the effects of the prison lifestyle, if you will, than the one who's actually in the prison cell that you're putting in there. So, verse 3 of Psalm 32 says, When I kept silent, listen to me, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. So verse three is saying, when I don't admit to my unforgiveness, if I don't confess my unforgiveness, if I don't admit to that I was wronged or I wronged somebody else, if I don't admit that my body is going to cry out, my spirit is going to groan. Sometimes we carry other people's sins. You may say that a person wrongs you and that's the prisoner that's in your mind, that you're keeping in that spirit of unforgiveness, if you will, that prison cell, that penitentiary of of unforgiveness and resentment. But maybe you're the type of person that's holding on to people's secret lives of deceit and lies and unforgiveness and hatred. You You share the other person's Hatred of somebody, even though you don't know that person, you're in prison. Your body's withering away. Maybe you were told a secret because it would um, hurt somebody if the person found out. But you know the secret that you're holding is is an ungodly thing and it leads to gossip and it could lead to also dissension and division. But you're holding that secret, you're in prison too. And your body's going to groan and complain. So the Bible says in Psalm 32, verse 3, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away. Your bones degeneratively, degeneratively falls apart. Your body that needs your bone and and the nutrients from your bone, your body cells and and membranes and muscles, they start withering and start degenerating. You're going to fall apart and you will become sick more because you're holding on to unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, hatred. So the Bible says in verse three, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. Verse four, for day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. If you don't let that, prison cell door open in your mind of who wronged you and set them free, you're never going to be free. The person could have asked for forgiveness. The person who wronged you could have came up to you and gave you alms, could have gave you a gift and you rejected it. You could be free yourself out of your own prison, regardless if you now want to be the warden and dictate that you're not going to let that person out. And free them from your mental prison of unforgiveness. You don't wanna let them out. You wanna keep them in your cell, in your mind, and have them just eat bread and water in your mind because of a punishment. But really, they have already been pardoned by God Almighty through Jesus Christ. So even though you may keep them in your prison cell in your mind, God has already pardoned them. And the books have been cleaned, they have been erased. But you are in prison. And God's going to be heavy on you until you learn to forgive and forgive yourself. Verse 5 really speaks loud to that. It says in Psalm 32, verse 5 Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. See, I'm going to go to God and say, Look, Lord this person hurt me bad and I forgive them, but now I'm asking Lord God, forgive me for holding that bitterness against them too. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them because maybe they didn't know what they do, but did, but I'm going to still forgive them because that's what you showed me, Lord. Forgiveness is mercy. Forgiveness is love. And I want to be in a right place with you, Father God in heaven, because you've forgiven my sins and I'm no longer in prison for all the sins I've done because Jesus Christ atoned for my sins, redeemed me from all that. And now because of his shed blood, I'm out of the prison gates. I'm out of that cell. I am now free and whom the son has set free is free indeed. But I need to learn not to hold anything against anybody and keep them in a prison of unforgiveness. Keep them in a prison of resentment in my soul. I'm going to let them free and pardon them as well. Because God has already done it through his son. So verse 5 says, then I acknowledge that I myself have sinned or The word says, I acknowledge my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. So when you confess your sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and purify you from all unrighteousness. If you can go to the Lord when you sin." And know he's going to forgive you. And won't hold that against you. Then be the example of Christ and do the same thing when somebody has sinned against you. And has come to you and said, please forgive me. Pardon them. Forgive them. So you all can get out of your prison of unforgiveness. And be free to live a life knowing that whom the Son has set free is truly free indeed. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ.